You know, just when I think I've seen the best of the best in the Twin Valley League, it just keeps getting better. We've reached the 10-game mark in the baseball and softball seasons, and golf and track athletes are settled in and bringing home individual and team titles left and right. Hello and welcome into the TVL Spotlight. Jeff Ward's back at the helm. Today's show is brought to you by Washington Health and Drug, Oldie Family Farms, and KNDY Radio. The athletes are out in full force today. A pair of golf tournaments track at Republic County and Jackson Heights, and the Troy softball team trying to stay unbeaten, taking on Valley Falls. We'll take a look at today's action in a bit, but we had the baseball and softballers going yesterday from Troy, Blue Valley, Onega, and Donovan West, all hitting the diamond. We'll start with the Troy boys as they were taking on Valley Falls. In the early game, Troy was on a warpath to beat down Valley Falls. And you know, sometimes a little small ball never hurts, a little station-to-station running. That old-school baseball mentality really can be your best course of action. Or you can do what Troy did in this game and just knock the cover off of the baseball each and every A.B. Two hits from Austin Grable, two from Preston Christensen, two from Seth Judd, two from Bowden Bennett, and two from Reagan Hartman. Hartman finished with six RBIs with a grand slam in the third inning and a two-run shot in the fifth. Christensen would add a two-run home run in the third, part of an eight-run inning for the Trojans, and they would take game one 13-3. Just an absolutely dominating effort in the first game by the Troy boys on offense. Preston Christensen was also solid on the mound. He went four and a third with one hit and eight Ks. And again, Troy would get the game one victory over Valley Falls, 13-3. Game two wouldn't go as smoothly for Troy as the Valley Falls bats woke up in the second game to the tune of nine runs in the first four innings. And sometimes you just have to tip your cap to the opposition. No matter who Troy put on the mound, Valley Falls had an answer for The trio of Grable, Hartman, and Bennett gave up 12 runs on nine hits, and Troy would fall 12-4. A couple of bright spots in this game, as Preston Christensen would get the Trojans on the board on a double steal, advancing Bowden Bennett to second, and a sixth-inning two-run homer from Luke Blevins, but Troy just had too much to overcome in this one, and they would take the split on the day with Valley Falls, winning game one 13-3, and falling in Game 2, 12-4. Next up for Troy will be a tilt with Onega on Friday. Let's go to those Buffaloes next, as they were taking on the Oskaloosa Bears. The Buffs were winners of four of their last five, with that one loss their only blemish on the record so far. This one went about as expected. Already up 1-0 in the third, Colby Simpkins singled, scoring Zach Fisher and Jackson Coulterman to go up 3 Add in back-to-back jacks for Zach Fisher and Colby Simpkins in the fifth, and Onega took game one, six to one. Simpkins earned the win going six innings of two hit ball with five strikeouts. Now, rumor has it that the Rawlings company is actually considering filing a lawsuit against Onega for total destruction of their products because not only did Simpkins and Fisher each go yard in game one, Jackson Coulterman hit not one but two dingers the first of his career, while Race Fisher would add the fifth home run total for Onega on the day, and the Buffaloes would complete the sweep, taking game two, 13-5. 
The Orange and Black are now 9-1 and one on the year and not looking like they are stopping anytime soon. Elsewhere on the baseball diamond, it was Blue Valley losing both games of a doubleheader to St. Mary's Academy, dropping game one 12-8 and game two 26-13. Meanwhile, the Donovan West boys lost both of the games in a doubleheader with Nemaha Central, going 14-10 in the first game and 12-2 in the second. Let's go to the ladies now. The Onega softball team picked up where the boys left off as they dismantled Pleasant Ridge. Bridget Campbell was 2-for-4 with a double and 3 RBI. Emerson Fordham had a pair of two baggers and knocked in two as well, and the Lady Buffs took game one, 12-2. Normally after a game like that, you have to worry a little bit about a letdown in game two. Well, that wasn't a problem for Onega on this day, as it seemed like the Buffalo offense got even better in game two. Eight Lady Buffaloes earned RBI in this game, including another three-state game for Bridget Campbell, but this time it was Jaden Haskin in the middle of the Onega offense as she earned four ribbies, including a home run in the seven-run first inning, and this one was over before it started, as Onega would complete the sweep of Pleasant Ridge 20-5 in Game 2. Campbell takes the win on the mound, allowing three hits and striking out six. Onega is now 8-6 and six on the year, with the Troy girls coming up on Friday. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll hit the links at the Belleville Country Club. Plus, we'll take a look at your schedule for today. You're listening to the TBL Spotlight. In sports, injuries happen. That's why the Hanover Wildcats are happy to have the Hanover Hospital as their local source for quality health care. Hanover Hospital prides themselves on providing state-of-the-art health care for every member of the family. Just a short trip from home, with a friendly and local staff who care for their patients. Visit their website at HanoverHospitalKS.org or come see them at 205 South Hanover Street. The Hanover Hospital, proud sponsor of Wildcat Athletics on the TVL Spotlight. And now a word from the guys at 785 Sports. What's up, guys? This is Carson from 785 Sports. You guys might have seen us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go hit the follow button. We're almost at 3,000 followers on Instagram, growing rapidly every day. But we just wanted to let you guys know that the much-anticipated podcast is making a return. Interviews from your favorite athletes in the 75 area. So make sure to tune in on that. That'll be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, guys. Welcome back to the TVL Spotlight. We'll go to the golfers next. As they were at Belleville Country Club yesterday, athletes from the Valley Heights Mustangs as well as the Washington County Tigers tried their best to conquer a very tough course. It was a third-place finish for Valley Heights' Jaden DeWall. He shoots an 81, tying for third place. A stroke behind him was Washington County's Connor Gepner. His teammate, Miles Miller, finishes an eighth, shooting an 85. A trio of Washington County Tigers in the 10 through 12 spots, Monty Huckett, Grayson Vatipka, and Carson Kern, all shooting in the high 80s. Valley Heights freshman Brady DeWalt ties for 14th. He shoots a 93. And rounding out your top 20 was Washington County freshman Noah Hoover, finishing at 100 on the day. 
the Washington County team will take second place, finishing just behind southeast of Saline. They shoot a 341 as a team. Meanwhile, Valley Heights takes fifth, shooting a 385. It was an excellent day yesterday for the athletes of the Twin Valley League. A big schedule today as well. We have golfers from Centralia, Frankfurt, Valley Heights, and Washington County on the course right now at Nemaha Central, as well as the Onega Buffaloes on the course at Horton. Belleville is the site of the Republic County Lions Club track meet. Teams from Axtell, Blue Valley, Clifton Clyde, Hanover, Lynn, Valley Heights, Washington County, and Wetmore are all over at Republic County. By the time that you hear this show, the majority of the tracksters will be competing in their events. We'll have full results of that one tomorrow. Also on the track, the Onega Buffaloes are at Jackson Heights. And finally, and finally, in softball, the Troy girls try to stay undefeated as they take on Valley Falls. That one should be an excellent matchup, Troy and Valley Falls, as the Lady Trojans try to stay perfect on the air, get their 11th win, and keep the 2023 train just absolutely rolling. This Troy softball team playing excellent right now, both offensively and defensively, a very solid squad. and. Look to get wins today against the Valley Falls Dragons. That's all I've got for you for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be back tomorrow as we have the United Bank and Trust TBL Spotlight Athlete of the Week, plus full recap from all of the events going on on your Tuesday. Until then, have a great day. I'll be back tomorrow with a brand new edition of the TBL Spotlight. You know, the staff at B&D Buildings in Axel are a lot like their hometown Eagle athletes. They know the work starts long before what anyone sees. The planning and preparation are just the first step in providing quality worksmanship at B&D Buildings. They know teamwork is the key to their success. That's why B&D Buildings remains family-owned and family-run for over 15 years. They know no matter how difficult the task, they can get it done. From small garages to large machine sheds, no project will get any less than 100% effort. They know that sometimes you have to go that extra mile to get the job done. That's why B&D Buildings services areas in Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, and Iowa. But most importantly, just like the student-athletes of Axel High, the staff at B&D Buildings are proud to be a part of the Axel community and happy to provide the best that they can for the people that they know and love. Visit bdbuildings.net or call 785-294-0147. B&D Buildings in Axtell, proud sponsor of the Axtell Eagles on the TBL Spotlight.